0: This episode is dedicated to our Lord and Savior,
1: Brene, Brene Brown. Brown.
0: Um, have you ever been victimized by New Age spirituality?
1: We've been, we've been waiting for you. We've been waiting. <laughs>
0: You're going to want to listen up.
1: I'm Megan, an intuitive life coach and Reiki master.
0: I'm Ryan, a professional astrologer, and we want to show you what spirituality is by talking about what it is not.
1: Con artist. Yes. Snake oil salesman.
0: There are so many susceptible people out there.
1: And then they're tainted. They're ruined. They don't want to come back to spirituality.
0: We still have a lot to learn, and we will humble ourselves and learn, I think, every freaking day. This is Clara Noyance.
1: A podcast of spiritual interference. Have you been rejected lately? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Megan got rejected this morning. Your garbage disposal is rejecting you.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Bro. Your internet's rejecting you. My, inter-
1: my internet, re- we 40 minutes behind. And you know, I'm a punctual person. So that's making me a little ornery. Mm -hmm. My, you know, different location swaps are happening. You got to lean into the rejection, though, because rejection cannot. I mean, like, this is an opportunity. Of course, I'm a psycho who spins things into my advantage because otherwise you're going to be on a train to negativeville. But Yeah.
0: Hate negative, bell. I don't love it there. <laughs> I used to go all the time. <laughs> I
1: and mean, the thing is, since I do this for a living, I've got to fish people. You know, I'm so used to fishing people back. And so you got it. You recognize where you're at. OK, I see where I'm at. And none of this is not everything that's happened today. This is not a big deal. It's just a, enough to set the mood. It's to set the tone. But you got it. I recognize. So when you're in a spot, recognize where you're at. But don't accept it. You know, like you recognize it, you don't identify with it. You know, you can accept what's happening to you later on, but right now, I'm not accepting that my garbage disposal is broken. It will be fixed. I didn't. I didn't accept that this internet. We were gonna where you were like, let's re- let's re-record. No, uh-uh. We're doing it today. I was and I don't know anything about technology, but I was clicking angrily <laughs> and praying.
0: <laughs> One of the things I saw some like quote. I can't remember from who, but that said basically like. Accept rejection and reject acceptance. And I was like, that'd be a cool little title.
1: I love that. Uh, Brene Brown, which I know I quote her all the time, but she (laughs) had said, Our Lord and Savior, Brene Brown. (laughs)
0: Jesus (laughs) Christ.
1: (laughs) But she's got so much, so much hot fire knowledge. She does. When you're trying to fit in, you're actually rejecting yourself. Because then you're trying to, you know, be a mold and be an inauthentic version of you. And when you let that little freak flag fly, that is the truest form of acceptance, even though you might be rejected by others.
0: Uh, It's so real, I feel like, right? Like, because then you're caring about what other people think in such a big way. Like, if you're trying to fit in and be accepted, right?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Which is what we're so trained to do. I mean, you want you, you want to fit in. You don't want to be like that lonely loner that's just operating. Even though even uh, there's always that rare exception, but mo you want to have friendship, you want to have that connection. But I want to be loved for the freak I am. I want to be celebrated for the weirdo that I am. And so our our topic of conversation today I go, I go both in all ways.
0: No, saying. Accept
1: me, reject me. Yeah, we are. Well, you we know, we're weirdos. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. That's why I think we discussed these topics that actually like have no uh, true point. <laughs> I mean, like, I think it's like, <laughs> no, I mean, they do because there's so many interesting facets. And I think it's about tackling it and like I... expanding consciousness here, like mm-hmm. considering these things in different ways. Um, mm-hmm. Truly. Cause like, I think, there's so much to it, like, and I've like had my own little revelations. So Just truly like meditating on this stuff, and like,
1: when's the last time you got rejected?
0: Well, see, and then it's like, what is the
1: what definition? Is rejection?
0: Yeah, which I didn't like look up a definition. Maybe I should like literally look up how Webster defines it.
1: Well, because what else is what's on par with rejection? What are the other synonyms of rejection?
0: You know, let me look. You know, my favorite, for anyone who wants to know, I'm a, such a word geek, the best thesaurus out there is powerthesaurus.org, yes, FYI. So good. They even have an app. Rejection, refusal, denial, repudiation, rebuff, dismissal, repudiation. disapproval, yeah, veto, abandonment, disallowance, Um, re- yeah. So, exclusion, repulsion. Um... Yeah, so it's a total like fuck you, get out of here, fuck off, don't want this, like it's a it's a hard no almost. Mm-hmm. Um but like I feel like rejection can feel like not like a no that's like a good healthy boundary setting no or whatever. It feels like rejection has a more sinister like type of <laughs> vibe to it like it yeah. feels a little more negative like a little bit more like mm-hmm. uh, I'm purposefully outcasting you You
1: get out of here we don't yeah. want your kind around here yeah it's like uh, yeah. get the fuck out GTFO bitch
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah you're othered you're like kind of like made to feel like the rejection happens for E reason that has to do with you do you know what I mean like yes. versus like that's
1: <laughs> so like hey hey the, the the club's the club we're at capacity sorry you know like that's like hey you know like no one's allowed in unless someone comes out that's nice but rejection is like no no your friend can come in but you nay nay yeah yeah we don't like those loafers yeah <laughs> like,
0: that's yeah. what it feels like Mm-hmm. As I like literally kick off my loafers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think you could actually call them loafers. I don't even think I know what a loafer looks like. Um, really? Like, <laughs> but I do have these really weird like sandals I was wearing. Um yeah, like I I definitely think rejection is always associated or typically associated with like negative feelings, though, right?
1: Yeah. 100%. Inadequacy
0: makes you feel like Ooh. not good enough.
1: Well, because it's saying you're not it, it can cue the you're not enough, mm-hmm. you know, like you're not worthy. You know, you can't sit with this Oh, Regina George mean girls like. Mm-mm.
0: Mm-hmm. And so like I like was really thinking about this. And like how really, you know, these are the two sides of the same coin, like that's literally uh-huh. the only way I could consider it. I was like, are they antonyms? I think so. They're kind of opposites, but they're so interconnected, right? Um, and so then acceptance. It's like North-South. Mm-hmm. You have to
1: have one to have the other.
0: Yeah, right? And I think I feel like acceptance tends to at least, like the more I like dove into this, the more like nuanced it got. But I feel like on the surface, like acceptance has a more positive connotation, right? Like, of course it's, it like, does. Contentment.
1: Being content and be that I used to tell my clients, yeah, everyone would strive for happiness. And I was like, you know, happiness is an emotion and emotion is fleeting yourself. You're setting yourself up for for, you know, disappointment if you you're striving for this emotion as emotions come and go. So then I was like, okay, we strive for being content. But I then have gotten into this weird thing with content, because when you're content, you're not going to you're not pushing the needle forward. You're not, you know, and the content, I feel like is is the entrance to your comfort zone. And so and I'm someone who perpetually likes to say uncomfortable <laughs> in the realms of like challenging myself and and experiencing personal growth. And with that, you've got to come become real comfortable with rejection there is no that is part of this game is fucking up failing and so can when you said content it was like i used to tell people like okay this is what we're striving for but now i've started to change that tune because mm -mm, contentment is that is what keeps you in your comfort zone and your comfort zone is what's going to waste the most valuable commodity we have which is time and then the next thing you know you're 78 and you're realizing you haven't done anything with your life you haven't or You've let life move the needle instead of you. You had a trigger right there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I feel like, um, contentment feels like, um, an okayness with not moving, I guess. Right. Like Mm -hmm. definitely like you're, you're accepting, um, uh, immobility or something. Like I'm accepting like mediocrity, um, But, uh, yeah, no, that's gross. I don't think that that's a good thing. I've been trying to, like, sit here and view both of these ways as states of neutrality because I don't think neutrality is necessarily contentment. And I feel like if you... I think about, like, a big part of this is that we take both of these things very personally. And when we don't, when we're more neutral about are we feeling accepted? Are we feeling rejected? Am I accepting that thing? Or am I rejecting this thing? Or whatever. There's we, the key. We, uh-huh. Yeah. We can detach a little bit from it and be in a neutral space. I mainly mean because, like, like in a sense, I think a contentment can help. Or, like, like I could imagine if somebody's life feels like they're just, like, freaking in chaos and they're spiraling or something, I would want to bring that person into a point of contentment with how they are. Mm-hmm. Like, like, how can you accept what is and just be content with it right now? Just sit with it right now. Just be okay with that right now, you know, because I do think it's more of a neutral space. Um, But I, I just agree. think neutrality is so important. Like, I feel like it's like what you, the, you have to acknowledge something to accept it, acceptance as a neutral space. It's just easier to move where you want to go when you're in a neutral space.
1: Well, cause you're not attached to an outcome. So when you, I mean, so that goes to the law of attachment, the law of detachment. So if you are, th- but that's a hard one.
0: Totally. Well, it's sort of like the same as expectation, like releasing expectation. Yeah. Cause it's like, there's, it's like rejection isn't the thing that's hurting you. It's the expectation that you had <laughs> beforehand, mm-hmm. you know? um, And like, so again, that's like the neutrality component for me. I feel like. It's nice to feel accepted. It sucks to feel rejected, but those are situations. <laughs> those aren't people. Like, yeah, that's situational. So, it, just accepting that or <laughs> accepting, um, yeah, I don't know. Viewing it as like a neutral space, I think helps you not take it personally. So, you can figure out what to do from there, make smarter
1: decisions. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of, well, and it's that thing too is when your inner gremlin is activated if you do not take a step back and get a hold of, because if if you let your thoughts just run rampant or your emotions run rampant, you know, like that's just going to consume your consciousness. So anytime that you are feeling, no one wants to feel rejected, but it's such a great spot for self-discovery. It's such a great, it's a catalyst for growth because the thing is, is that acceptance is lovely. Okay. Like who doesn't, like I said, who doesn't want to be loved and cherished and told, but, it's it's such a double i almost i prefer rejection in the beginning and then acceptance with that contentment but then it's it's like a sandwich reject accept reject Mm -hmm. accept because that's going to keep like i said that needle moving and in my like life is a gift i want to accomplish great things look at what we've done here you know, with this podcast shout out, we keep getting amazing. I mean, you guys are downloading our episodes. You're loving the content. We are so appreciative. This is a labor of love. As we've said, uh, really on Ryan's behalf, I I'm, I'm going to put your Venmo on my Instagram story and be like, please buy him coffee. (laughs) No, it's take it. I'll take it. I will take it. (laughs) You know, it's true though, but it's, you know, like,
0: I will accept. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: That's the funny thing, though, is that the more you lean into rejection, the more it's a, it's freeing. At no point did I give two hoots about like I knew this was going to be like we were going to make magic here. But even if it was just a passion project for you and I and something that we enjoyed, does that make sense? Like, I, I, I I knew, like, I had no fear of rejection with this. And if it was rejected, big deal. We were still going to make this.
0: Right, 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 right. Um, Yeah, I think like, leaning into rejection is good. Like, that's a positive mindset. You're accepting rejection at that point, right? You're accepting mm-hmm. the possibility of this or whatever. Um, And I think that's, yeah that's helpful and like it helps you eliminate the whole fear of rejection thing which is uh like like that's something that's been like scientifically studied um and it really does contribute to somebody like having a lack like a lack mindset essentially like not it's mm-hmm. prohibiting them from having a growth mindset um and if you are Faced with rejection and kind of, like, don't know how to deal with that, it's going to instill more of a fear of rejection in you, which is going to limit your growth potentials, right? You're not going to be going after as much.
1: You're going to be playing it safe.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you're going to be content with that, right? Um mm-hmm. I think that's interesting. But, if again, it's like I think when you have that fear of rejection, that fear is, like, really going to stop you, and I feel like how then can you just come to that point of, neutrality so you can be at peace with the potential of things not going your exact way just giving up Mm -hmm. expectation of things i think a little bit too right Mm -hmm. um yeah i like to see both as neutral i think that's like been a big practice for me lately i mean neutrality in general and non-attachment in general i think like a word that's really come to mind with this is equanimity which is like it's like such an eastern philosophy but it really is about like maintaining a state of calmness and composure um especially like emotionally so you're and mentally so you're Mm -hmm. dealing with like all this crazy shit in life um even whether it's acceptance Mm -hmm. or rejection um but equanimity is the thing that i think balances these two sides of the coin Mm -hmm. so well um And it just helps you like have a better emotional response. And it literally serves to grow you spiritually. It's such a spiritual um, concept, especially in like Buddhism and Zen philosophies.
1: No, I think when life is handing you whatever, I mean, whatever, whether it's a blessing or a lesson, having that, that sense of calmness, like the way I react to things, I'm such an excitable person on my day to day, like I'm gonna pump you up. But when it cut like so whether I have when someone gives me a gift, I'm always just so stunned that anyone would ever think of me. So people sometimes they don't get the reaction that they are expecting out of me. But I'm just like, you even thought about me to get me like an eraser? Like that's like I'm so stunned. Like you thought about me to just to get me a card. Like that is so so in my mind I'm like that I'm just in this spot of peace. And also consequently, You know, you've been around me when I've gotten some freaking horrific news. And the first thing I do is like, all right, well, I'm calm. I'm, you know, like I can handle this. I got this. And so to your, you know, to all your points that you've just made to be in that spot, I, I never thought of it like that, but that is how I do deal with life and with things. I think I could be more, I think though I could be more excitable when people do like nice things for me, but I'm just so shocked that anyone would ever like think, think to do anything for me, you know?
0: Do you know, that's so interesting. Cause I was like, um, trying to do something nice for someone that got rejected and, uh, I feel like not getting the excitement like but then that's like my expectation right like there's so many ways to do yeah. this but like it does it does feel like oh my god like I was trying to do this really like like the thoughtful nice thing that I totally didn't need to do for you that I know you'd appreciate <laughs> and I'm like you're not I don't get like a like you're not even jumping for joy <laughs> like what yeah <laughs> you know it's like interesting to like because then you feel I don't know like one big thing is that I think about I mean this is a kind of different subject but like just like the idea of giving like and and receiving um Uh and if somebody has something to give you like you're always supposed to just receive it like learn how to receive because unless
1: it's herpes
0: well yeah like talking about gifts like good good things um but like because if you don't receive and know how to do that then Mm -hmm. um, you cut off their ability to give in the future so that's what I felt basically was like this rejection of an appreciation like I didn't feel Uh an appreciation for this thing which again is like an expectation at some level right that I had Um, but you it sort of like makes you feel like I shouldn't do those things in the future you know, like
1: well, it triggers that shame, like like a shame or get or vulnerability hangover, where it's like, was I? Did I do too much? Did I? Right. And I love surprising people. Like right. I, I am the queen. I love surprise. I love planning surprise parties. It's been a hot minute since I did anything like that, but I enjoy surprising people and, and and so i've been on the receiving end or or i've been on the end where you just spoke about where i've i put together a tremendous effort and organizing people and getting people to shut their fat mouths is not an easy task and so and you know my my execution rate is flawless for uh surprise parties and <laughs> to date. there have been zero spoilers but when you go through all this tremendous effort and then someone's like, it's like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You know, like I, I'm sweating because I we nearly miss we almost we we had a miss. We, we nearly blew it. And it's a so yeah. it's interesting. But then when people get what when, when I'm on the receiving end. I'll I'm stunned. I just start laughing nine times out of 10 because I'm just, my nervous system takes over.
0: That's a reaction. At least I feel like you'd be a good person to surprise.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, but I'm just always so stunned that like I said, that anybody's taken the time to even think about me. Um, So it's yeah. Giving and receiving it's kind of, it is on par though with acceptance and rejection. I think they're like they're cousins.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're they're
1: related. Yeah. They're they're related.
0: Yeah. Well, because then it's also interesting because it's like if like you're giving something when someone didn't ask for it, then you kind of are Uh definitely putting yourself in that position (laughs) to be rejected, right? (laughs) But then there's also that other person's responsibility to like, but are you recognizing that someone's trying to do something for you right now, and it's like clearly out of like a admiration or respect or something and how are you handling that rejection of them
1: the level of self-awareness though that you that one must have i think and to and to to be aware and to be in control of your emotions and uh we're getting there i i would say that people are, are getting there um, thanks to, even though it's so annoying that we have so many people on TikTok and all these different platforms that are just spewing absolute garbage, there is also, um, a consumption of some really good knowledge, like mm-hmm. our Lord and savior, Brene Brown. <laughs> so <Sorry. Jesus. laughs>
0: oh I've God. been on such
1: a deep dive though, because I, the retreat that's coming up that I'm doing is about guilt and shame. And so and that's what she studies guilt, shame, and vulnerability. So yeah, I'm going to go to the wizard, you know, why would I go to, to someone's opinion? So that's why she's <laughs> I've been dropping her so much, but then that also then vulnerability comes into the queue, which I am not a fan of the, the true definition of that word. Um, well, no, it's not vulnerability. I'm not fan. I'm I'm not a fan of it. The, the definition, but I'm really not fan a fan of the de- definition of humble. Um, I think that instead of being humble, we could be gracious because humble is this, the the technical definition. It's essentially alluding to you know putting yourself down or thinking that you're not worthy. And I think that worthiness is the issue that is one of the the prime issues that humans have if you think you're worthy then you're going to be okay with being accepted or rejected you're going to be okay with giving and receiving and so what is go ahead hit, hit us with that hot knowledge what's the humble what's the actual the webster definition of humble
0: uh having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's own importance
1: yeah fuck that a
0: low estimate of your importance
1: double fuck that so when people are like you have to be humble i'm like no 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 you have to be gracious kind uh, welcoming there's so many other other adjectives that we can use here but humble that pure definition like i i will not i don't i'm not humble and i don't want anyone around me to be humble
0: Yeah. And it's kind of like, again, some of that shame shit too, right? Like I'm not important enough. And it's something that I feel like you say to someone to shame them, humble yourself.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Or if someone has, as it has achieved a lot, this is where you hear it. And this is where if someone has, you know, achieved something insurmountable or they have success, it's like the first thing you hear them say, it's like this default reaction. Well, you got to stay humble. No, that is something that is programmed You, you busted your ass to get to this spot and, you know, like you put in the work, the effort, the time, the sacrifice, but Hey, yeah, but, but you gotta be humble. Now, don't be braggadocious about it, but if you don't celebrate your achievements, you know, who is, you've got to celebrate yourself first. And it's because of the fear of being rejected by your people that we say, Oh, you gotta be humble. You know, you gotta be humble. And I just, I can't, I I can't get down with it. I don't get down with it. Every time I hear a celebrity or someone or a, anybody, any human being who's done something immediately, I'm like, nope, mm-mm, mm-mm, I don't expect that. I don't like that. Turn it around. Now you don't want to be a flaming dickhead either and be like, oh, I'm the king of the world. You know, and that's where I think <laughs> there's no chill zone here.
0: I like didn't even realize this, but it's so apropos that we're talking about this in leo season of all times right oh, that's like, so true isn't that so i know like, it's, this is very leo
1: in the notes you were like i don't want to keep bringing this back to astrology i'm like what? No what? i mean but it's so on par no like, yeah i
0: mean like you can yeah. do that but like i don't want to make the whole fucking conversation about astrology <laughs> is what i mean um but yeah it is it's like very very on par it really is it's interesting
1: and i that, that all that it comes back to your spot about neutrality though you know so like looping in so it's just it's fascinating to think if you if you sit here and simmer on these concepts go to the Mm -hmm. beach or look at some water smoke a doobie have a glass of wine whatever and you're able to get out of that 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 critical spot in your head and you just kind of think on this your brain can really go to some wild places and i ask you dear listeners like when's Stop being humble, first of all. But when's the last time you celebrated yourself, your accomplishments, no matter how big or small? We don't do that enough. Nobody does.
0: Mm -mm. No time for it.
1: Yeah. No time for
0: it. Move on to the next thing. There's Mm -hmm. always some more to do. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: It's like, can you take five seconds to be like, damn, that was dope. Like, look at Mm -hmm. what I did. And also, can you celebrate other people? particularly if they've gotten something or do you reject them? Do you reject their happiness?
0: Of course we don't celebrate other people. That's why we don't celebrate ourselves. Why would you Why would you celebrate yourself alone in your room? Because mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, no, yeah, of course. Nobody celebrates each other. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Which is a level of acceptance, right? To feel celebrated by other people gives you that feeling of acceptance. I think that's important. But I don't actually feel like, okay, so this is like where I think I I like had a... Mixed definition of some of this stuff in that acceptance being more of a neutral space, like I really was looking at when I really initially started deep diving into this. I was like, acceptance makes me feel so good. Like a rejection makes me feel so bad, right? Um, mm-hmm. which it aren't neutral the terms that's very much <laughs> applying incredibly opposite ends of the spectrum to these, but um like. I was like, well, what about acceptance do I like? And I was like, well, it's that feeling of, like, being loved by other people, like, having a sense of, like, belonging and, like, just, like, it feels nice to be accepted. And I'm like, wait. And then, like, as I was researching so much more about this, I was realizing, like, it, to be accepted does not mean you're loved. <laughs> it doesn't mean you're liked. It means, oh. it means you exist. I see that you're here. And that's that. You know, so to to equate acceptance with um, someone Love. respecting you, and loving mm-hmm. you and like, like different, different acceptance mm-hmm. is you can be here at this bar. Or we accept you walking into this bar. Do I want you to be at my table? Do I want you to like Do talk I like to me? You. Yeah. Are you coming home with me? No, 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 no. <laughs> like, you can be
1: here. You can yeah. you can you can sip on some oxygen with me. But that's about it.
0: Right. So I feel like it has to be like somewhat neutral. And like, and it was like, there was one quote that I found that is what did it for me. This isn't even like some profound quote or whatever, but it's where I realized I was putting such a positive spin on the notion of acceptance because I saw, and I saw a bunch of like things like this. Where it basically said ex- it, it's about the acceptance of rejection, I think. Where it's like mm-hmm. acceptance is not about surrendering your dreams, it's about making peace with your present while striving for a better future. And it was like surrendering sur-, like, like that was I read that. And it was just like acceptance and surrendering dreams. Like people think that, like, what accepting like that I can't do something? Like
1: what? Like, that That, was weird Yeah, that's not in my brains. Uh -uh. No,
0: but that's, like, such a thing here of, like, basically saying accepting rejection, right? Like, you have to accept, Mm -hmm. like, oh, I've got this dream. I, I, I always think of the word acceptance as, like, an acceptance letter for college, too. So that's always in my head with this, where it's like, okay, my dream, like, was to go to Harvard and you get the rejection letter. If, okay, well, then you you're, you got to surrender that dream because you're not getting into fucking Harvard. You are not accepted at Harvard, you know? So it's like, what do you do? Like, And so I was like, that's so interesting. Like, I got rejected, so I need to accept that rejection. And acceptance in that instance isn't this super positive thing, but it could be. It could be, I guess, right, if you want well, it to be. Well, and rejection,
1: I think, is also you, people associate it with failure, and so then depending right. on what your what your thought process is on failure but to like failure is just redirection and you only really truly fail when you give up like when you're just like I'm done and, and then and not in that moment when you're just like I I re- like no then okay then you failed at that and but that's also okay because that's where we learn way more from the hard times Than the good times. And no one wants to go through challenging times. It's not necessarily like, yes, this is great. I'm in hell and having a great time. But your good times do not, they're they're a reward for the effort, for what you've done, for what you put forth. And if you aren't pushing yourself, can you even, are you even really enjoying your quote unquote good times? But the bad times, the rough times, the tough times, that's what what teaches you. I've learned more. uh, What have I learned? I mean, when I look at my life, I'm grateful for the good times. I've had a blast, you know, and I look at them as a reward for for the things that I've overcome and accomplished. But it's, you know, the lessons, the wisdom, how what I'm able to help people with. It's because I looked fear non this shit in the face and said, all right, let's go. Let's square up. It's time. It's just wild how this the they just like the outright, like these two words and then the connotations and how they just like because rejection is like on par with failure and how. But then when you start the juxtaposition and how you're able to just flip this to suit the narrative that you want in your head. I mean, you may agree with this. You may not.
0: Right. I, Which that, I think
1: that's OK.
0: Yeah. And I think to mold that, to do what you want with it, I think then you need to kind of be in that, I guess, equanimity or that neutral space so that you can. Have you
1: ever met like a soft person? And when I say not soft, somebody who just, they just exist. You know, when you hear about their and everyone's problems are unique to them, but they've either had such a sheltered or catered to life. And so, and, and throughout their childhood, and then they get to adulthood and you're just like, this is your problems mm-hmm. or and it's and and they make such a big deal of things that they're not aware. And it's just it it's hard. It's like it's hard to connect with these sorts of people because you're like. And a, a missed nail appointment, the fact that you didn't get the purse that you wanted for your birthday, these are not real fucking problems. About <laughs> right, it's about to you know, like these are not, <laughs> yeah. My foot in your ass for thinking that this is on par with uh, it's with someone's. You're it's okay to be disappointed, but but to them, because they haven't they've had some sort of sheltered uh-huh. cater to reality, and then. But that the level of suffering that goes on there, though, because no one wa- as you get older, it's like no one wants to deal with this pretty princess. Like, get the no. fuck out of here.
0: I reject your strife.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had a client one time and years ago, and she was so upset that she didn't get, you know, a Louis for um for her birthday and was just enraged and would not like. And was and and separated from her husband. They got back together because she realized she. I mean, she had that. I mean, it that it was. I couldn't. I couldn't even listen to it, and I could. I couldn't fathom that that you were going to leave your husband, and she did over this because if he loved and respected me, he would have gotten me this.
0: The human condition is so interesting. This is making me wonder. um, What do you think? Renee Brown has to say about handbags.
1: <laughs> I mean, in what context?
0: <laughs> Just that like, in this, a, I think she to would live a designer I think, life.
1: Um, I think that that is the epitome of entitlement, self-centeredness. Um, You know, I, I think yeah. that she would probably have some very strong wording. For, um, for this lady.
0: I'd love to know. Renee, if you're listening. We...
1: <laughs> Renee, you our Lord email us. Would you like to be on our podcast? Listen, I'm going to speak it into existence. She is going to come on our podcast one day.
0: We will. Yeah, we will embrace her rejection letter <laughs> until we find until a way.
1: She <laughs> until she accepts.
0: she accepts. <laughs> Literally, I love that. Okay, and then, so, and I think it's interesting, like, because you had said something before about, like, rejection being, like, a catalyst for creativity, right? Mm -hmm. Which is so true. You think of, like, there are a lot of people in history who have, like, been rejected buy things and then use that to then like make their mark like dr seuss was one of those people whose like first book was like totally denied by a bunch of publishers people were like what the fuck is this shit you know like the great i'm i don't know what book it was but mm-hmm. you know and now look at his ass <laughs> michael jordan
1: i mean if, if anybody who's done anything great he didn't make varsity or jv basketball team cried the whole summer went back trained like a boss greatest athlete of all time one of them hello obsessed i don't even like basketball but i love that story
0: i think that's yeah that's perfect it's perfectly simple so like it really can be dope but now here's another conundrum right so Uh-oh. to be rejected really can be that thing that makes you be like i'm gonna fucking do this i'm gonna do this you know right like it's that thing that pushes against you that makes you like work harder be better so that you can actually make it happen now, right? hmm Okay, so. But aren't we not supposed to change ourselves for other people? Like, when we get that rejection, aren't we then choosing to better ourselves? In many cases, I think, if we face rejection from someone, if we say, I don't accept that rejection, I... Isn't that you choosing to change yourself, better yourself maybe, but change yourself directly related to how someone else thought you were inadequate, right? So now you're like, I will be better because you didn't like me enough, essentially.
1: Well, I can see that. But, you know, there were...
0: I think I'm saying it to basically be like, if you're going to do this... It has to be for you. you Exactly. Exactly. Because
1: because so so here's the like, for instance, this is I'm training for my second show when I got second place, when I got second and third place, which is an amazing placing for my first show. But I was like, fuck that. It wasn't for anybody else. So the judges rejected me. Right. They picked Mm -hmm. they picked another person that lit a fire in me that was like, I am coming for this pro card. I am number one period then i got sick my body rejected me you know mm-hmm. i got hospitalized i had an ng tube we were that's that we were supposed to launch our podcast at that time and both of our lives oh apart in the february of 2022 <laughs> and i said no yeah like okay body we're gonna get so that rejection from a people place or thing i think we're putting too much stock into them and it's like it into into those entities and it's like no this is about me and i'm overcoming this challenge so i don't care who who's saying no to me i'm saying yes to me and watch me now um i was listening to tom segura and bert kirschner talk on their podcast and it's the you know it's the comedy shows is that they that they sucked at it's the stinkers that those are the ones where you come back and and they hurt they leave a mark where you're like uh um, and then i was listening to god who what sports whoever the quarterback is for the Kansas City Ch- Chiefs <laughs> sorry sports fans i'm sure that you're not really sports people aren't listening let
0: me google that
1: <laughs> but he it's the losses that that inspire you and get you going it's not the wins you got to be brave enough to say like, okay, I'm here. I'm re- I'm ready to get rejected. And then that that is what allows true acceptance of oneself.
0: Right. No, for sure. For sure. It is like, I think ultimately we're looking at the self acceptance, like ultimately, but also acceptance of others. It's not just acceptance of self. I think it's acceptance of others to see someone else's struggle or something. That's the meaning of namaste quite literally is like, not even just like, how we end goddamn yoga class or some bullshit. Mm -hmm. It literally means like, I see the divine in you. I'm accepting you here. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I I might not even know you, but it's just to like, give you that level of acceptance and you are here taking up this space. And I'm not rejecting you from that. Like, and probably because you yourself has have had that experience of rejection and gone through that journey of self acceptance. So you're going to be more accepting of other people, something like that. Mm -hmm. It's funny. You mentioned the comedy thing too, because, you know, I used to I used to do acting, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but like in like comedy, they have the whole like yes and exercise, which is like an improv mm-hmm. exercise where you're just thrown weird shit, and you have to kind of accept. Like it's literally an exercise of acceptance in comedy, where you're like, I'm accepting like what's being thrown my way, and I'm just gonna roll with this weird ass scenario. And keep it going versus like, like comedy gets not funny when you're rejecting someone else's input or idea, right? Like that feedback yeah. you're getting. Um, So you accept like the weird shit that's rolling your way. And then the comedy gets actually really funny because you're like going with this very far-fetched situation <laughs> or something.
1: It takes big kahunas to put yourself in any sort of situation where you're – I think most people play it safe. I think that most people play it safe – And that is why when you see someone, you know, loud and proud, getting it done, you're intrigued and you're inspired by that or you reject that because it makes you uncomfortable because you're not brave enough to put yourself in the ring you can tell you can tell where my brain is because i'm like let's get it done like i see people's potential when you're working with me if you're a client of mine if you're a friend of mine i mean like it's not especially a friend Uh, clients you're paying me to do this my friends i'm like what is the problem we're gonna make the best of it like what do you what do you want i'm sick of small talk i want people the human beings are incredible we live in a time where anything is possible. You are the safest that you've ever been physically. So take some fucking chances. Like, let's get it done. You're just going to exist. You're just going to take up space and exist. Like, no.
0: And what a point of privilege to even be able to do that. Like quite fucking frankly, as well. Yeah. Like there are so many people who kind of don't have that luxury just being able to exist and not have to work harder and persevere and like accept a situation they might be in or something like you can reject work. (laughs) Like (laughs) look at you, look at you. Isn't that lovely? (laughs) You know,
1: that's such a, that's such a fascinating point too. Yeah. (laughs) To be at a point because they are, you are so right. I forget what the stat was, but it was something like if you made, it was an inconsequential number, like, If you have like a thousand bucks a month or something, you're doing like better than 80% of the world. Those numbers I've completely made up. But it's something along those lines where you're like, holy shit. I think, what is the percentage? Like oh, only X amount of people make a $100,000 in the world like a year. And that's the first thing. People have such an unrealistic expectation of like just money and privilege because you're constantly comparing yourselves to – x y and z therefore rejecting where you're at and then saying well why sh- why should i even start mm-hmm. fuck that fuck that fuck. and that shit's contagious too so that's why you know like if if you have someone in your group who's just who's like that and you're wanting to your your people directly influence your success the end
0: they really do. No, you literally are so, like, a spongy in that yeah. way, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just true. It's just freaking true. Good God. I don't know. I'm thinking about, like, some of these friends, one of whom literally just texted me, who I have not talked to in a minute. Like, <gasps> who... Mr. Man? Oh, no. uh No. uh Just, like, a, a friend who whatever i mean like whatever like spread this weird rumor about me i felt like i was in like middle school
1: oh oh yes i remember this
0: The like rehab one
1: <laughs> i was like yeah don't re- you don't don't respond to him because that's not your friend that is not a friend that person is jealous of you and is making up
0: mm. yeah i'm gonna reject that uh no, you right reject here. him
1: because something's wrong with him. Well, it up I have lies. been,
0: I have been, right? Like, I like, and I'm happier, you know, like you're rejecting these like shittier parts of yourself or whatever, or parts of the people, going back to your main conversation, you are the people you surround yourself with. And so if like, you're seeing that you're surrounding yourself with some dumb assholes who like, want to make up blatant lies about you. uh, Like, reject that. You know, and say them like, so
1: convincingly that your close friends actually believed him. All but, of
0: them believed them. <laughs> I know, dude. And now all of them, I'm basically like no longer talking to. Um, it's well, just, like, and nuts. I
1: guarantee you, he will spin a victim narrative, like or or some sort of apology. You can't. That's a snake. Uh, uh-uh. he showed his colors. Goodbye, bye.
0: I know. I know.
1: I'll, I will walk to L.A. and and have words with this individual well
0: just you don't lie about something like that why do you lie about someone being in rehab like <laughs> <What? laughs> sorry because,
1: because because you have nothing better to talk about in your own life and you got to make something up so crazy and once again i guarantee you not that he would listen but if he did sir you are pathetic so
0: pathetic. yeah and he won't be listening so that's why whatever <laughs> but like that's why like uh no, it's so true. It's so true. And there's
1: also a jealousy thing. So jealousy and envy, okay? Jealousy is passive. Jealousy is great because you'll never be jealous of something that you are that you don't desire, right? So it can be a great indicator of something to work towards. But envy is active. So this motherfucker was jealous of you and then went to uh, p- uh, applied envy and took an active position. Was it because you're so captivating in a crowd and he couldn't get attention? Who knows? Probably.
0: <laughs> Probably.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I
0: accept that.
1: <laughs> so then his main mission was to then take, so say you were in rehab, right? So say, then that's a private matter. He then took this false information, but it was true. And you weren't ready to tell people. He took that away from you. He, you, are a, right. you are a scumbag from A to Z. Get with me, bud, because you need some fucking help. I'm sorry. that pissed I know. Me the fuck no, off.
0: I know. It's nuts. It's fucking nuts. There's no,
1: there's no way in any realm that this was okay. Not, I mean, there is not one. You are a fucking dirtbag.
0: I know. And to tell my best friend that and make him believe it, my best friend who adopted his son from rehab... Like literally, like he's like used to work with rehab facilities. He's like, this is such a touchy thing for him. Why would you do that? Anyway, I mean, there's a little besides. Go back to
1: episode two. Yeah, go back to episode two, where we talk about addiction and your plan. And the thing is, is that you when you make a plan, you typically stay on it. You might deviate a little bit. But when you have when something is set in motion, you execute it.
0: Yeah. And like this also came about at like when I had been in like very sober I mean and I quite frankly I'm even more sober now like I like I have had like a great year and a half of like partying but the I like I was like sober for like a good month or two months or something like essentially like not sober but like in my standards like I was not going out I was working hard I'm like at this moment is when you want to make up this lie I'm like I'm like not even out much. Like, what are you? Talking and then he about? was
1: he was so convincing that they had to get Leo, your brother, to to validate that indeed you weren't in rehab. Well,
0: because he made up a lie saying that my brother was the one that told him this. I was like, <laughs> now you're lying that my own brother <laughs> has told you that I'm in rehab. Like, I'm just shocked i just shocked. I'm just shocked. Whatever. Who cares? Who cares? Nobody's gonna listen to this. None of them. Well, Leo will actually. He's he's been listening. Shout out to Hi, Leo. Leo. Yeah. Um. No. Well, so,
1: but that motherfucker rejected himself, which is why then he went to try and seek false acceptance from others, and also he was jealous, so he was trying to you know kind of steal your spot. Seats taken. One
0: wanted me rejected by other people for some reason, right? Like, what is that? I don't know. Whatever. Whatever, but it, it fucked me up a little bit, you know, like because then I'm like not feeling accepted anymore by my friends. I'd like walk by the bar and see them all hanging out, and I'm like, I was not invited. Yes. <laughs> like, Aww. fuck, okay, you know, like it's just whatever, whatever. Um, anyway, moving on to a different, slight different subject within this. Um, you know, the Japanese are dope. I just want to say that they have they have <laughs> these two concepts about this essentially like i mean it's not necessarily just about this i think it's bigger than this but it really was like something that i came across when i was just like looking up things mm-hmm. that i think are dope so there's there's wabi sabi which literally is like a philosophy that embraces the beauty of imperfection impermanence incompleteness mm-hmm. it's about like the natural cycle of uh, growth and decay so like both of these things being like two sides of the same coin almost right Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know, accepting imperfections, Mm -hmm. that sort of vibe. Yeah. And then there's this, like, I think within that there's this specific art, like form or art aesthetic kind of theory or something, um, practice, I guess that's called Kintsugi, which I'm sure people have seen, but I just think it's a cool way to think about this is that's that art form where it's like you break this beautiful glass bowl or something. They will accept the broken pieces and then put it back together with like the silver or the gold, you know, like, but then they find more beauty in the, like in the acceptance of the broken little pieces. And they literally will look at like those bowls that have the the silver or the gold and all the cracks Mm -hmm. to seal them up as a more, unique, like, celebration of, like, something's experience having lived or aged or gone through things. So I think that's really interesting. It made me also think not to go to astrology, clearly, seriously, but, like, it made me think of Saturn and Pisces, which we're not really talking about a whole lot, like, in anything, because it's just going to be there for a couple years, but it really did make me think of that, because, like, one of the first things I was saying about this before I even moved in there was about, like, the not, like, romanticizing your scars but like wearing your scars proudly that is such a thing with Saturn and Pisces I feel like I'm gonna own what I've been through and and like that being a cooler part of you Um, I mean it is you it's your authentic self right and so to reject those little scars and your little stories to reject the fact that all of my friends just (laughs) believed that I was in rehab all of a sudden. And then got
1: mad. Then more people like got mad instead of being concerned, which mm -hmm. once again missed the freaking mark. Because if your buddy is in rehab and didn't tell you instead of getting angry, which anger is a secondary emotion, I'm sure Ryan's friends that you were all concerned or worried, but in, you know, like what the fuck? i'm not trying to get back to that but it's just no i don't know but it really is i mean
0: yeah like you're like i'm gonna accept that that has happened and move on like you know what i mean and like that's why i'm even talking about it right now this was a minute ago now um you know but like I've, i've accepted that that's that that's that and those friends are not my friends anymore
1: yeah well it's funny that the instigator of of this chaos texts you you know in the midst of this podcast. Literally, so. but
0: well, that's literally why I thought of it. He, and, and all he texted me was like a cute video that him and I took together like a while back at a bar. I don't know, man. You know, like, you know what? Like, God, grant me the serenity to accept <laughs> the things I cannot change. I
1: accept that <laughs> you're full of shit and I reject you in my life. toodle to toodle loo toodaloo that the con when you were talking about what was that second concept that the japanese had kitsugi so the my first thought was going to um you know women and beauty standards and such because i was listening to this podcast and i don't know who these fellas are but they cracked me up and it was talking about like these dudes were like i we i like cellulite like i like the little like the little pouch that you your little tummy pouch you know like I like these things I like your thin lips (laughs) I like you know like I like these idiosyncrasies I know I know uh you know or these these quirks these unique things that you have and all of you know these beauty standards you are you're changing yourselves to to neuter yourselves of these things and these are, you know, the the quirks. But the thing is, fellas, also, you know, no one's talking about that. No one's telling that woman, like, I love, I love your thighs. Like I not I love your cellulite. Right. But you know, right. like, I love your thighs, you know, like. I love, like touching someone's tummy and being like oh I love that like I, you're beautiful yeah you know, that's how you get you know, <laughs> I love your fish lips which by the way if you listen to the last episode Ryan gave me four great dates and <laughs> oh yeah I am um, pick it I did pick one and my fish lips will be gone
0: <laughs> yeah Megan's gonna get her beauty treatment watch you just have this crazy reaction to it though no
1: there's not gonna be I reject that statement <laughs> <laughs> I reject that statement
0: good. good okay now let me throw you for like another little loop here real quick okay so as I'm like kind of like trying to find like interesting perspectives on this and like studies and you know my shit Um, I find this quote that I was like like, what? Because mm-hmm. because I'm sitting here this whole time and we've been talking about it this whole time. It's like two sides of the same coin, right? Yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
0: What if there's a third little thing that plays <laughs> into this? It's absolutely good. Which I know, which is this quote from Van Chow, okay, uh-huh. who says, if you are rejected, accepted or ignored uh-huh. you have the power to decide how you want to react and i was like <gasps> ignored that's a total like so now we got this little like triptych thing going on here mm-hmm. there's three things which is true because to be accepted or rejected when i was like really going in this both of those inherently require some level of a uh, communication or feedback acknowledgement ignoring to be ignored like at first i was like well isn't that just kind of like A level of rejection but it's not because rejection you have to have been told something to be ignored whole different
1: well i mean i think that if so say with like ghosting when you're ignored that is like the shittiest form of rejection because you're not even being told like you're ghosting is such bullshit um ignoring is such an interest we've all been ignored and we've all ignored people and ignoring goes against human nature because when you ignore someone there was this there's I have a friend she would walk into a room sometimes and you wouldn't know that she was mad at you first of all but like you would speak to her and she would not speak back which is set, like the level of self-control that goes there. So I she did it to me on one occasion. This is years ago, you know, when I, I had seen her do it to other people. And it was this ironic power move because it goes against <laughs> human nature. It's one thing to ignore a call or a text message when you are directly in front of someone and they are not acknowledging that you exist, that you are taking up this, you know, spatial awareness that it was... When it was then to me, I was like, oh, I guess she's pissed <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and went about my day. But I would see people melt down about it. And it was such a unique uh, the way she was able to to go about this was, I mean, because it would fuck people up big time.
0: It's I mean, it that I know I almost view this as worse. I mean, it's literally like the same root word as ignorance, right? Like, ah. I do not know the existence of you, of this thing. Like, to because because you can't technically consider it to be a form of rejection because it isn't. Because it's a straight up, I'm, agno- I'm not even acknowledging that you exist. Mm-hmm. Like, th- I think things can sink into like this repressed state.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean... To ignore yourself or something, and then to but to ignore another person to ignore you're ignoring the existence. That's a a a mindfuck. When someone ignores you, it triggers. You can be the most confident, self-assured person. It's still gonna shake you. When you're expecting a text message, when you're expecting a response, when you've been in communication. Whatever the case is, when all of a sudden it goes quiet on the other end, whether it's for a brief amount of time or for good, that it's so rude and it's so wrong. It shakes people to the core and can fundamentally change them. And so we've all done it. But if you are listening and still doing it, you need to fucking get right with the Lord. Because I've, I've watched people who... Really, were cavalier with other people's emotions, and, and boy, does it not look like they are having fun now, because you will get checked, and you will get checked harder than anything that you have ever done, and it will be a culmination, and oh, I got no respect for it. You know, like if you can, if you can't, it, it is so easy to send a text message. You are, it. it's to me, that is a form of, unless you're being abused or something along those lines and of course ignore, but it, to me in the realm that I'm talking right now, that mm. is, that is terrorism. That is intentional, emotional terrorism because yeah. you are tearing somebody down to the studs because, because uh-huh. why either, because you're not able to say something because, but nine times out of 10, you're trying to punish. Mm.
0: So true, so true. And then, what does that attribute power, control, play like on your end? Fucking power trip make you feel better.
1: Yep, make you feel
0: bigger. It makes you
1: get like that. I have that edge on you, you know. And so, and then once you, when you're in that spot, it's just you're constantly trying to one up, and and uh, that's a mess. That's that's a mess. I will not engage. Eat a dick. Eat a dick. Uh-uh. Eat a dick.
0: I <laughs> love the conversation of one uppers. I did a speech on it in college, actually, and because one upping is like a phenomenon, like people are chronic <laughs> one uppers. And I, I like made fun of, like you know Penelope from SNL.
1: Uh-huh.
0: It was SNL, right? Yeah, yeah, it was Kristen Wiig's character, um, where she was just like a chronic one upper character. It's like she had to... everybody go look up Penelope SNL. It's like the funniest fucking skits ever, but she would just one up everybody. I don't know. Anyway, that's all that reminds me. I have no real point with that. (laughs) I just love the like the psychology of a one-upper, somebody, a a thunder stealer, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, what what in you needs to do that?
1: And I wonder going back to jealousy and envy, because if you're one-upping, you are feeling some sort of way. So then you're taking (laughs) you're probably jealous. So then it's like, oh. Let me so now I'm going to go from jealousy to envy and let me activate this.
0: Yeah, you're rejecting your own inadequacies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so true. I mean, meanwhile, let's say, like my childhood best friend, Katie O'Neill. Um, she is well, her name is Kate Talbert now. She's makeup by Kate, and she's she's so hilarious. She does she's super viral on, on TikTok and Instagram. Couldn't be. And so when she started to get this notoriety initially, I, you know, of course I'm stoked for my friend, but then it was like, Oh man, like I'm putting out, you know, like all this effort into content. And so when you have that little inner gremlin activate, but I love this take on it that, that, you know, I've, I've learned about, but I was like, no, this is a good thing. I'm in, if, if I'm around people who are going viral for their passions then I'm in that sink. I'm in that energetic flow. Mm. But it's okay to feel jealousy. That's a normal emotion. What it's not okay to do, like if I were, instead of being like, dude, congratulations, that's awesome. Which is, you should congratulate people on their success. If I was like, well, I'm, I'm going viral one day too, or, or trying to No, you. So when you feel that, that little green alien of envy, or I'm not, not envy jealousy, don't let it get to envy. Know that you are exactly where you need to be. You are on that similar frequency and that mm-hmm. it is only a matter of time. If you continue to put in the work and, and, and hustle. So there's my, I, I like, I don't, no one likes feeling jealousy but those one-uppers where it's like well one time I, I did this. Okay.
0: Yeah, I think I think cuz it's like it's really interesting just to keep bringing it back to like I guess the the like words that, that play this yes. episode. Like it's kind of like a rejection of like your own greatness. If you're jealous of somebody yes. or something else, you're rejecting your own greatness, right? Which I feel like is interesting cuz there's this whole thing that I was reading about this where it's like rejection leads to resentment and that sucks because then you're going to resent like and that, like in a resentful space is where you're going to feel envious where you're going to pull those power moves over them and i do all that shady nasty shisty shit mm-hmm. but like acceptance actually leads to something like forgiveness which is also making me literally think like you know like if I accept that that friend lied about me in that way (laughs) i could forgive it doesn't mean i need to like
1: forgiveness does not mean reconnection though so you can forgive him but forgiveness does not mean reconnection yeah
0: right no yeah but like i do think like there's that need to like because i could easily have built even a resentment about that Uh right like and i did like a little bit for sure um but i can just accept that that was something that happened
1: (laughs) next time you see him i forgive you every time you see him i forgive you
0: I forgive you for what you did. So
1: so patronizing. Uh, Twelve years. Now, I forgive you.
0: I, I'm gonna. I just want to let you know I forgive you for what you did and who you are.
1: Uh, oh, I forgive you for who you are. That is a mind uh, 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 fuck of a statement. If you say that to somebody at the end of a fight, I don't. I would be like, Oh my god, what? If I heard that, if if I heard that and going down, I would be like, I don't even know. I I I'm not even in this fight and I cannot recover. And I so if you said that, just that's a that that you just give people a lethal weapon.
0: Oh, yikes. Okay, well now, now, now let's have fun with it and say it after like a great exchange with someone too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I forgive you for who you are. That's still they'd be like, what are we talking about? <laughs> I, know. I feel like what what <laughs> ouch i forgive um, you uh, i forgive you for who you I are know. baby no <laughs> <laughs> it's such a i mean, like i can't even think where i would i say wild stuff to my friends all the time i can't even think where like i could say this to, <laughs> and and i can pull off some I can pull off some phrases. Mm, I, I think this is just a weapon. I don't this is just a weapon of mass destruction.
0: Uh-oh. Use it carefully, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um I feel like in closing, I'd like to like say at least something on the power of acceptance, right? And mm-hmm. I mean rejection, right, is the the well, and just like almost like a little bit of homework for everybody. Go read. Or I think they made it a movie. I didn't see this, mm-hmm. though. I think they made it a movie. The Velveteen Rabbit. Like that story is so good. And it is so about those feelings of rejection and acceptance. And like even way deeper, it's very spiritual. It's like,
1: I love the Velveteen Rabbit growing up. My mom used to read it to me. Oh yeah.
0: I think like the harm of, of like a uh, reject rejection it is what that shows in a big way like Uh this you know like rabbit doesn't get picked i believe at first right like and then like i think there was some other toy or something and then the rabbit all of a sudden replaces the other toy so the rabbit is now not being rejected or and then becomes the favorite of this like boy right but then real rabbits are realizing oh, this is not a real rabbit. Like, this is a fake rabbit. Mm -hmm. And so the rabbit doesn't feel, feels rejected by this group of rabbits. And um, then, you know, tragedy strikes. I won't give it away for people who don't know. (laughs) But the rabbit, like, tragedy (laughs) strikes. But I think, like, it's, like, I love that because it just shows, like, the, you feel more real. Like, that's, like, literally, like, the moral of that story is to be accepted. You feel more real. Mm -hmm. Like, you feel like a person, so I think, like, that's a cool thing. Like, I, it's sort of like the rejection of someone yeah. is like, or the rejection of the self is like a denial. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Like, you don't feel as real. You don't feel as human anymore.
1: When you judge someone for whatever or reject someone, that's also how you judge and reject yourself. Mm-hmm. I've loved this conversation.
0: Yay, good. Me too. I did too. This one. I and Brene, I hope you loved it as well.
1: <laughs> Brene, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for all your hard work and, and the joy you bring into this world.
0: <laughs> I'm going to start making a bunch of memes with Brene's face on them. And like, I'm, we're going to get our attention oh somehow. God,
1: yes. <laughs> Let's do it like a campaign. Yeah, like together. We just like
0: start writing fake quotes from Brene
1: Brown. No, we can't do that to my girl. <laughs> we can't do that to her.
0: Fake, maybe fake endorsements of our podcast from her, or maybe
1: like Mene M and then R for you, Monet Round.
0: Monet Round. <laughs> <Manet> Round. <Brown. laughs> yes, done. Mene Round um so look check our instagram for those memes please
1: (laughs) but um yeah so till next time guys but really really take this to heart let's see what you do with these topics Mm -hmm. and see how you can Mm -hmm. improve not only your life but the lives of others because otherwise what the hell are we doing what the hell are we doing
0: exactly and like do some fucking think deeper about some of this shit (laughs) you know like you when you really think about these concepts that are so ingrained in our human experience like you can see how like you can just really really fucking dive into it and start picking it apart and learn about yourself and other people in that process
1: the whole point that we're here is to learn about yourselves and others in connection you can't cuddle your money you can't cuddle your bullshit you can't take your nonsense with you into the next lifetime, so let's not do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm good.
1: Well, I I accept you and I accept this podcast.
0: I accept you and I accept this podcast.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: All right. Well.
1: Till next time. Bye. Bye.